genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here as I'm always here with the people I'm always here with, Sean Petit. Yo. Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Byte. Hey, yo. As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going to spoil those for you. But I'm going to give you some timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything that you might need to skip. Our top story this week is Dark Knights of Steel number five by Tom Taylor, Yasmin Putri, and Arif Prianto. Hell yeah. Hey, everybody. Love the tongue twisters you give to yourself every time you do the intro to this show. Yeah, you're making it harder every time. (laughs) I just, I I mess up and then I'm like, no, I'm just going to power through it. And then it gets worse. The bowling, um, the bowling equivalent that we always, I always talk about is when you go to actually go and you hit your leg and you're like, I can fix it. It's fine. I can keep yeah. going. Everything will be fine. <laughs> Do you ever fix it? No, Does it ever never work? fucking works. Ever. <laughs> I feel like that's, there's, a, there's some metaphor there for how I live my life. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not smart enough to know what it is. It's fine. I'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just keep we'll going. We'll fix it in just post. Keep, I'll fix it in post. Oh. <laughs> you just you feel so confident that you can fix your problem no matter what. Whether you're wrong or you're right, you just I could do it. It's fine. I could power through but this But something shit. is always wrong. But something's so always going to go wrong. wrong. <laughs> it's crazy. We were we were pretty we were pretty uh bent up last week. Nothing has changed, <laughs> but like Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of numb now. Like just kidding, it's just yeah, it's the, what happens with we all did this a flip flop because when when we talked about it last week, I was at a point of disassociation from the whole thing that I was just I, I think I mentioned it, I'm just like I'm chill like I shouldn't be chill but I'm fucking yeah, yeah, chill yeah, yeah. and uh, now you're chill and I'm kind of freaking out. About, I'm fully you know. immersed, so I'm just getting mm. tired from like from <laughs> yeah. You that's know what that's I mean? that's what's happening yeah. to me. Like I'm just I'm constantly looking at the updates on the situation and it's just my battery level yeah like i'm oh, that yeah. guy whose phone is constantly at like 12 percent. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. i did just that. living on the edge i did that for a solid five years during the lead up to and during the trump administration yeah. so like i feel mm. you but also i'm taking a back seat you guys take the wheel on no, this absolutely one. <laughs> <laughs> i recommend everybody should because it's exhausting and only wor- bad for my mental state yeah, there's nothing you yeah. can literally do. zero a, I could do about this. At least that's the thing. At least things that happen in America, I can like follow and be like, oh shit, they're rioting on the Vine Street Expressway, and I can yeah. like, and then I go there, and then I get tear gas, and I feel like I helped, you know, like it's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. This is just <laughs> punishment. This situation, I'm so physically far removed that I'm like, I'm good. I'd, I'd, I'd let me know. Let me know the the necessary updates. Send me a video of <laughs> some grandmother yelling at at troops and i i'll be happy you know like that's like I, i'm this close awesome. to having a map of eastern europe with a bunch of plastic army guys right on it. like oh you're gonna do war games just to fucking get a crazy board going. yeah yeah it's crazy anyway yeah that's like it sucks it's like everything it's like all consuming it's like oh right i had things to do this week mm, right <laughs> yeah no. yeah like i went to the doctor and i'm just like eh, all right that's fine it's not even a big deal anymore did he say your blood pressure is too high they did actually 
Oh, fun. Which is funny because I went to the podiatrist. Wonder how that happens. <laughs> your, your foot doctor was like, I'm worried about your heart. They took, they, they took vitamins. Like, oh, your blood pressure's a little high. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. That's fine. Yeah. And anyway, that should be a sliding you, scale. Been, like, if we're. Have you seen it, any of this? Just gestures wildly at existence. Yeah. I haven't had my blood pressure taken, and I couldn't even tell you how fucking long. So it's fine. They always tell me the number, and I go, okay. Like, I don't Thanks. know what that yeah. means. Is that good? Yeah, is that the, a bad? The woman was is at that... least like, it's a, it's this. And, oh, yeah, it's a little high. And she's like, yeah, mine's a little high, too. And my doctor yells at me. He's like, are you taking your medicine? Yeah. Did you cut down on salt? No, because I'm not going to do no, that. of course not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell on myself real fast with this one. So, because we live in a dystopia, I get all of my life-saving medication through apps, <laughs> I yep. have a mental health app. I have a birth control app, and I have a migraine medication app. Uh, and it's a fucking nightmare. But hey, I still get them affordably, no less. But um, so in order to get enough, and you, like you I haven't I, been killed in an alley. I haven't died yet. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, so. in order to get the right amount of, like, I I ran out of my migraine medication this this go around and i'm like ah, i should probably up my dosage like up by like number of pills per month or whatever and so uh so i hit up the doctor and he's like oh i need a blood pressure uh reading like can you just go get your blood go go to cvs stick your arm in the thing you don't even machine. have to go to a doctor to do it yeah, they have. yeah it's a robot yep. it's been a robot just, since the 80s yeah. man. i googled what is average blood pressure for a woman in her early 30s and i just i texted that to him that's amazing oh and i'm God. like let's oh just God. fucking roll the dice bro let's do this <laughs> just let me not have migraines please that's funny <laughs> yikes man when yeah. when you started that that story i thought you you were going to say like if you know me i get all of my medication from petmeds.com <laughs> My, that's I, the secret that i don't say out my loud ge my general <laughs> approach to medicine over the last 15 years even with insurance is like eh, i'll get better yeah typically <laughs> this, um, this should go away, go away. I, oh, i'm not gonna lie to you there have been times where like like charlie had like a cyst in his paw when i first got him so yeah. i had to like get him on some antibiotics and like once it cleared up i'm like I'm gonna hold on. Gotta to hang these. on to these. Yeah. You never know when you'll need them. And then I ended up taking them myself. Especially for, the pain yeah, meds. I was like, oh, well, I mean, my, my, my dog had multiple <laughs> surgeries and those pain meds. Every time we got them, we're like, hide these if people come to your house. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is some good shit that got it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I know people who I know people who have gotten like like amoxicillin that you're supposed to give to fish yeah that's oh, yeah. crazy to yeah. cure like which, an eye infection which, you like, know this yeah. is all what happens on casey's apps after it's yeah, exactly. all people who save their fish medicine <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i will also say it's like someone pointed out to me like you know we were joking about when everyone was taking ivermectin it's like well, yeah, we've kind of built a culture where people hoard animal medicine to take as people medicine. And yeah. like, you know, yeah. maybe maybe if, uh, you know, doctors were more accessible, we wouldn't have gotten to a place where people are like chugging horse paste. But like, here we are. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm in a weird spot. Like I'm a, on a contract for my job right now. So I had to like go find my own health insurance. And I'm just like, this is a nightmare. Oh, it is. It really and I'm like, is. I got like the most bottom barrel shit. I'm like, this is in case I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's too expensive in general, but yeah. 
Yeah, when I have had healthcare in the last, like, ten years, it has been, like, well, hope I get hit by a car, because nothing else is going to make this worth it. <laughs> it's it's funny, I, I keep getting targeted ads for, like, at, like medication apps that are very clearly just the cops. <laughs> it's like, hey, do you want to buy... Do you want to buy magic mushrooms through the mail? It's oh, like, yeah. you're a cop. Oh, There's oh, no here. way you're not a cop. Actually, There's so... There's no way you're not a cop. When, funny story. <laughs> when, I, when I was losing my entire fucking mind before I got properly medicated on Zoloft, I was looking up different, like, uh, online therapy things. Mm. Uh, spoiler, none of them are actually affordable. It's a varying degree. Some are, like, ridiculous, and some of them are like, I could probably not eat this week. It's fine. Um, but, uh... <laughs> I, I, because I was searching for all that, I started getting targeted ads. And there's one thing called like Mind Bloom, which is like oh, take ketamine so for your. Oh my God, dude. Ketamine and magic mushrooms for mental health. And it's like become like, it's like a, like a trial study thing. But in order to be a part of it, you pay like a thousand dollars. You gotta get some nutrient. I was like, dude, I could just get ketamine so cheap yeah. in like Kensington. Like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but I, I also keep getting I keep getting ads for this app that's supposed to track your cannabis usage. Oh yeah, that's I'm like, a okay, officer. <laughs> let me download this fucking app. Pass. You guys <laughs> Wait, stay away from the app store. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but also, like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang on this. Where the fuck do you need an app for that? Yeah, I'm out yeah. of weed. That's how much I smoked. Like, what the fuck is shit? Yeah, yeah. That's a weird it, it, like it, track. My my bank statement tells me how much yeah, cannabis I'm consuming. That's like larger your sleep app, but. I want to reiterate, I want to go back to the app that wanted me to pay them $1,000 for street drugs. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's medical street drugs, Casey. It's you way better. You know that you can get mushrooms from cow poop, man? Like, that's just, they yeah, just you, exist in the fucking world. But the $1,000 like, Why would I give you a thousand? What apps do you have? I wouldn't need to be medicated. Because you're playing. <laughs> what apps are you guys going to? I would just fucking, be happy. I'm just fucking playing like Peggle in the corner. I don't like you're what just are you guys for, doing here. You're paying for them to get it for you, not for the actual drugs, because the drugs are cheap Jesus. as fuck. <laughs> That's not the problem. I guess. It's 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 just a real like white lady doing yoga and, yeah. and smoking weed privilege to just be like I got ketamine through my expensive app. Like yeah. also, who needs fucking ketamine? Like Jesus fuck. Evidently, there are studies that are saying it's good for mental health, but also that has to be incredibly yeah. regular, like the right dose. That's yes. one of those. That's Very one of those life ruining drug addictions. Exactly. Yeah, you got to be yeah, real yeah. fucking careful. It's not careful a, a road I want to go down before no. trying, like you know. That's literally Zoloft. the last. That's the last resort. <laughs> like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, we're we're way off of this. Thing. Yeah, we're gonna just um, talk about ketamine for twenty minutes. Of course, I have to go first on the one that just we're so off the rails. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> okay. My comic this week is Devil's Reign X-Men number two by Jerry Duggan and Phil Noto. Uh, the dream team. More Phil Noto art. And Fuck it's yeah. the best. Um, this book is continuing uh, the like Kingpin trying to um, hunt down Emma and I guess uh, get her arrested for the murder of a child that connects to an old, um, old store, like old past Hellfire Club 
uh, story. Um, so I mean, we're... If I know anything about Emma, it's that she hates children. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, the... Emma is like talking to I get I guess they're lawyers or someone and um essentially uh Kingpin has this photo of her with this girl that um went missing and Emma's like oh I know exactly what's happening um I didn't kill that child but uh that's what Kingpin is trying to make it look like and um they're like well is there you know, it was like, what else can they get you on? And so this issue kind of takes the form of multiple flashbacks of Emma, um, like all the stuff she used to do for Kingpin, and uh, then the the story of her and and the girl. But um, we get this great like montage of uh, Emma's different um, like disguises and stuff that she. She did like she uh she disguised herself as invisible woman and she took out a <laughs> bank loan for the Fantastic Four <laughs> which is hilarious and uh oh, so and she she like manipulated She-Hulk in a in a court uh for to like I guess to help Kingpin she like made Jen give the wrong verdict um and she tied up Nick Fury as he was sleeping with someone. Um, <laughs> so good. And then we get, uh, so we, then we get the actual, the story of uh, where the, the photo comes from. And it's uh, back in the, the Hellfire Club and Emma is uh, sitting and in walks Electra, And I don't know if... I don't know how many times in Marvel's history that these two characters have ever met before, but I love their dynamic, and I really wish that the like they cross paths more. Um, so I don't think that uh, any room can contain this much like bad bitch energy. Uh, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> the- <laughs> like they're, they're like opposite sides of a magnet. Like they just it's like can't- true. It's too powerful, especially when they're both drawn by Phil Noto. Because then it's then it's yeah exactly. even more way too much yeah too sexy and too powerful. I kind of miss the old Hellfire goons, the uh, the little crash test dummy oh, guys. I, yeah, they're they're great. That electric like, just keeps just knocking out. <laughs> I also uh, didn't realize how much I miss Electra's old costume because goddamn, uh, like. On on one hand, maybe we shouldn't sexualize women in comics as much, and on the other hand, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, torn. Uh, Electra walks in. She's like, "I need your help," and she's like, "Uh, why would uh, what? Why would I? What? What's in it for me? I can't make your boyfriend like you." By the way, I was like, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ouch. you can, but ouch, also. <laughs> Yeah, she totally could do that, couldn't she? Yeah, she she could do that. (laughs) Well, she wouldn't help. Uh, She she made Empath, you know, not make make Firestar not fall in love with him because it's gross and creepy. So, (laughs) yeah, she could do it, but she won't do it. (laughs) Hellfire Club Emma is like evil, but there's like some amount of ethics that they like helped you know build the foundation to her becoming a hero. Um. Dude, that issue with with her and Empath was—it's one of my favorite X Men issues. Oh, it's brutal. 
Empath is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, Electra explains that there was a kid that watched her murder people for Kingpin. And Kingpin doesn't want witnesses. So she needs Emma's help to help take to like take the kid into like witness protection so they don't so you know Kingpin doesn't murder a little kid for just having her peepers in the wrong spot. <laughs> um and then uh so they they uh end up going to where the the girl is sleeping and um they hear like Kingpin's goons on the uh fire escape and they're like working their way up so they have to act quickly and uh Emma's like I know uh it's like maybe we should go for help just this one time and uh it's like let me let me poke around and she um goes into the the mind of uh the the men of spiders he's just outside eating a cheeseburger <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And she's like, this is New York. There's always a rube swinging close by. (laughs) (laughs) And so she like amplifies this like scream in his mind and like heightens his spider sense. So he, he shows up and, uh, he, he intercepts the, the kingpin henchmen. And, um, he's like, now which one of you screams like a blonde, (laughs) like a hot blonde. (laughs) So Electra and Spider-Man start fighting the uh, the guys, and then Emma ta- uh, goes to the girl, and she's like, "Don't worry, uh, you know we're here to help you. Think of me as the good witch." And um, <laughs> she's like, "I wiggle my nose, and fun things happen. Uh, ignore the bad witch with the naughty men, and uh, it's just Electra murdering people." <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, just maybe don't look. Just don't look over there. Probably. And then. And Spider-Man's like, hey, lady, who are you? Are you the, uh, are you the woman I heard screaming in my head? Are you convincing me to help you kidnap this girl? And, uh, <laughs> and he's like, ignore him. He's a dullard. And then she looks at Spider-Man. She's like, yes, very charmed. Thank you. <laughs> She's just insulting him. And then, uh... She's like, he seems dumb, but he does have a point. Are you kidnapping me? She's like, no, it's fine. I thought we were friends. It's cool. Which I think Emma has the same, like, I just love Emma, Emma's parenting style is like, you know, she's super sweet and cool until there's like any bit of resistance. And she's like, all right, come on the fuck on. Just, I'm just cut me a break. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this, there's this really great moment between uh, Emma and Peter where, uh, she is kind of, I guess, like trying to um, psychically gauge th- his motivations, and she like taps into his mind and kind of gets this like snapshot of his life. And um, she goes, "You were just a boy. Thank you for what you do." And she kisses him on his cheek, like she senses just just like how pure Peter is, which is like a really good moment for both of them. Because it kind of, like, cuts right, like, to the quick of, like, who they both are as characters. Just her being able to sense just how good of a person he is. And Peter, you know, obviously having no ulterior motive whatsoever than just trying to help. Um, Right. Yeah. 
And just also kind of being a clueless idiot. Yeah. <laughs> In this yeah. scenario, at least. So then... And then they're walking... Uh, Emma's, like, walking with the girl to, like, uh, get her to people who's going to take her to safety. And she's like, I have a car this way. Tell me, darling, do you like ponies? Which is... It's so funny that, like, unless you've... Unless you're either, like, on Twitter for X-Men or you've read the Firestar series from the 80s, you don't understand the like that it's a joke because she blew up a pony. Like, it's just, <laughs> such a, it's just such a ridiculous line. And then they, they say, there's like, a, there's like a data page later about it, um, like people surveilling Emma and like they have a list of like uh, stuff and one of them is blew up a pony with her mind? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been really funny if there was an asterisk on that line and then like an editor box of that issue yes that would have been hilarious and i just love that it doesn't matter uh what happens but emma just can't outrun butterum like just constantly <laughs> haunting her well, yeah, maybe don't blow up ponies. It's fucked up. It's don't do that. Fine. Butterroom had it. Yeah, it's, it's like that. It's like that <laughs> elephant that uh, that Thomas Edison electrocuted. No, yeah, that also should not have done that. He should not have done that. That's not okay. That, that he didn't need to die. <laughs> <laughs> he did it just to prove that he could do Jesus it. Like, Christ. well. <laughs> F in the chat for that elephant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I forget the elephant's name now. That's sad. It's probably Butterum. All right. Topsy. Topsy was the name of the elephant that uh, Thomas Edison <laughs> murdered. Awesome. Rip Topsy. Jesus Christ. F in the chat for Topsy. So then uh, we cut to uh, current day, and Emma is. Um, Going to England, uh, because oh, because that's where the the girl lives now. Um, but she and she's like, you know, there there's that whole thing Excalibur where the the Brit- oh yeah, they're like banned from yeah, they're like banned from using Krakoan gates in England. Um, so but she has one stored in the old Hellfire London Club, which is another deep cut. That of X Men, never thought I'd see again. Um, uh, but she's she's in disguise, and by in disguise, she's dressed up like Kate. Yeah, she just borrowed her great. pirate jacket, which is awesome. <laughs> which is yeah, but also so, like um, it's not very subtle. No, like, no. who are you this, trying to? Do? <laughs> not this fucking outfit, though, man. Those boots. It's a great outfit. Those but are big yeah. old fuck you boots. Those, those are, are serious. Those are boots. please fucking look at me uh, boots. <laughs> Like I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if there's a... this person walking down the street. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's fair. I don't know if there's an outfit that Emma can't pull off. So yeah, yeah. True. On top of that, though, like she's dressed like a fucking pirate captain <laughs> in the middle of modern England. So that's gonna draw some attention. I I love that there's a she like notices that there's surveillance people outside, and um the because. Of I guess all the Kokoan animosity with uh, Britain, there's like cops just like watching um, the Hellfire Club, and then she, she just makes the van uh, fly into the river. Yeah, she's basically like drive, drive into the river, and he's like, okay, 
See you later. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, they have all their uh, they have all their shots. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets uh, she gets sucker punched right in right in the eye. Um, and then it's Union Jack, and he has this like crystal pink smoke grenade that makes her not be able to turn into diamond. I I don't know what's happening. Sure. Um, but it uh it seals up the whole the whole outfit with her with a black eye. Now she really looks like yeah, Kate. Uh, it, it does. Actually, that's really <laughs> funny. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. that's amazing. Yep, that's awesome. Uh and then yeah, so it, it uh ends with her getting taken into custody by a Union Jack and she's gonna be uh extradited to America. And uh I you know I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. I hope yeah. that Kingpin just hope she gets out. She fucks Kingpin up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she will. Hell yeah. All right. So speaking of badass ladies, uh, I got Strange Number One by friend of the show Jed McKay. We see you, Jed McKay. Uh, uh, Marcelo Ferreira, Donho, Hava Tartaglia. And uh, Felipe Soberero? Sure. But uh, yeah, so there's a new Doctor Strange in town. Hell yeah. Sure is. And Doctor Doom's not happy about it. Yeah, dude, this this thing with Doctor Doom is great. Is Doctor Doom ever happy? Good point. Good point. Yeah, would he he ever even be happy? Yeah. I feel like he might be pretty happy if he was Sorcerer Supreme. My my question is, when is Clea going to get her doctorate? Does she need I mean, it? Does she need one? <laughs> I just <laughs> took it took Sean so long to get it, and that's all I wanted. Oh, <laughs> that's stupid! And I hate it. It'd just be like so a bachelor we- degree, strange. Yeah, yeah, just 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 an AA degree, strange. Yeah. <laughs> so this book kind of starts at the end where she's fighting this guy, this like very death themed villain called the Harvestman. <laughs> Pretty cool character design on this guy. I like this dude. Yeah, I'm digging it. Also love her like character design. Mask. Yeah, yeah, her character design is really good. So, uh, if you didn't read Death of Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange died. Wow. Well, uh, his ex-wife and a previous version of himself helped uh, resurrect him, and then he died again. Yeah, he died like three times in five issues. <laughs> so she lost him a bunch of times already. F in the chat they, for Stephen. Yeah, F in the chat for Stephen Strange. They weren't kidding about Death of Doctor Strange. They really, they really, yeah, he no. really do yeah, they be really dying. Killed, killed. They killed the shit out of him. <laughs> People die so, when they're dead. So then we, we get a flashback of her at this at the Sanctum Sanctum Saint. Sanctum San... I always almost accidentally the sanctum, say Santorum. The Santorum. <laughs> yeah. And I gotta catch myself, and I gotta stop myself oh, every no. single time I say that word. But uh, there's a knock at the door, and she comes down the, the stairs wearing the, the cape of levitation as a bathrobe. I love it. Which it's is so just good. a whole mood. <laughs> it's great, because she could magically have any outfit she wants, but she just, it's like, whatever. This is this Yeah, is she a chose to wear it as a bathrobe. <laughs> so she opens the door, and it's sad boy Dr. Doom. Who's angry. just like... He angry. 
He's like, look, Strange is dead and I should be the Sorcerer Supreme. And she's like, well, fuck you. I'm the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, he said it was mine, so fuck you. Get the hell out of yeah. my house. <laughs> she's like, technically, Doctor Strange is still the Sorcerer Supreme, me, this lady. Well, yeah, again, needs to get her doctorate. For well, there's still a strange, I think, is how she goes. <laughs> She's Sorcerer yes. Su- There's no doctor in Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, I feel like the Sorcerer Supreme, it's already, that's higher than doctor. Doesn't yes. matter. She can call herself whatever the fuck she wants at this point. <laughs> yeah, her name is Clea, okay? <laughs> there's also this running joke throughout this, this uh, issue of Earth's coffee is bad. Like we have bad coffee here on Earth. And they need interdimensional I mean, coffee. Like they need yeah, the they dark need dimension the dark, dark yeah. roast. Once you've had dark dimension coffee, it's all downhill. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go back. Like, come on. Yeah, she, she's basically just like, dude, fuck you and go away. And he's like, All right, but this isn't over. It's like, I'm pretty sure this is over. Like <laughs> Well, I also love her conversation with Wong where she's like, I'm sure he won't be a problem. And he just kind of looks at her like, obviously, he'll be a problem. He's fucking Dr. Doom. Like, that's the whole thing. (laughs) Right after Dr. Doom leaves, Wong comes stumbling back from like an all night bender at the bar with no door. And she's just like, you know what you need is some coffee, but coffee here on Earth is fucking dog shit. And he's like, we should go to the Goblin Market. There's one not too far from here. You can get interdimensional coffee. And I want a Goblin Market. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. That would be so great. <laughs> yeah. I, I want like, I, I want to be allowed into the Goblin Market, please. If anyone has you know, a way in, hit me up. <laughs> Add us. You get that you get there's an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. So they just go for a stroll down the street to the goblin market, and the outfit that Clea comes up with is not subtle. Yeah, might be even <laughs> less more uh less subtle than Emma's outfit uh in the previous issue. Yeah, she is the sorcerer supreme for sure, man. I mean Yeah, well she got fucking care. Like, yeah, who's gonna come at me? Yeah. <laughs> so they're at the Goblin Market and she's like kind of her and Wong are having a conversation back and forth like while they're, you know, shopping. And she asks Wong like, "So who's in charge of this place?" And he's like, "No one's in charge of this place." And then some dude who's selling swords gives her the whole rundown that like this this like group of basically just terrorists used to run the place. Like all these people kept trying to run the place and they kept like, dude, we're the fucking goblin market. You're not really gonna get a foothold here. But like, they just kicked off these dudes. What are they called? The um, blasphemy, blasphemy cartel. cartel. Yeah, which is a pretty good name. And uh, guess who shows up and starts shooting people? I also just want to point out that the goblins um, seized the means of production. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're comrades. You it fucking rules. You didn't have to. <laughs> I did, though. No, and I, well, I love it because, like, so these dudes show up and start shooting, and she's just like, God damn it, this is the only place that, like, I fit in here, the only place I can get good coffee. You guys can't have it. <laughs> season season uh, beans of production. There you the go. Coffee beans. <laughs> the beans of production. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> she, she, uh, she makes these guys wish they were never born. And one of them throws, and this is another thing I wish I had, throws a Solomon grenade. Yes. That's just like a I grenade with a demon trapped inside of it. And then like this giant demon pops up and she's like, ooh, I could use one of these. And just like, yeah, like, like ghost traps it into her amulet on, on the cape of like levitation. like a fucking Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say like, she, this fucking fight scene she seems so much more capable than dr strange yeah she <laughs> fucked these dudes the, up the one <laughs> she turned the I one mean, dude into butterflies she was already the sorcerer supreme of the dark dimension which does make her better than dr strange because they do not fuck around in the dark yeah. dimension dude, but he, she does crazy. kill a bunch of these dudes which like is not Be- really a very doctor because strange they can regenerate because they're gonna oh, okay. get resurrected. She didn't know that. She didn't yep, know that. She like did. She did because she, oh, she killed did. the guy with a message that she's like, "When you get resurrected, tell whoever sent you or whatever to." She she sent him a message. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm almost I positive. That. Or or I and then or she I'm just making turned shit up. him into a cloud of butterflies. Yeah, yeah. I was confused that she said send him a message and then killed him. So that makes sense. Um, <laughs> the the one thing I was gonna say, uh, I really really like like. I, I haven't read a ton of Doctor Strange stuff, but I really like the like all powerful um, wizard like fight because it's different than watching someone like Superman or the X Men that have like a specific set of powers. This yeah. it's magic spells, so you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Like you, it's just like it's a really interesting. It, it kind of tests the writer in that kind of way and gives them a different playground to work with because it's like what you know what spell are they going to use and it's different yeah. like she uses like i don't think she attacks someone the same way twice which right. is awesome and it's she's so, got yeah. that many toys and uh Just, it's it's yeah it's like the uh it's like the the merlin versus madam mim fight in sword of the stone mm. <laughs> i just like the yeah it just seemed like yeah i'm gonna fuck these dudes up the spells just seem way cooler i don't know and then also you know something clear Something benefited. Her hair is fire when she's in like her Sorcerer Supreme mode. Yeah, it's awesome. It's also yeah, benefited it's from like you know a, a dope artist like that they're able to depict yeah, all looks of really that cool too. too. Yeah, I wasn't also. Yeah. It wasn't. It's not like visibly confusing either when she does all the different mm-hmm. powers. It's like there's really yeah. cool. It's just like I really like it and uh, makes me want to read more Doctor Strange because of that. Just that simple. This is this is the shit that I love about Dr. Strange. Yeah. Like, I love this shit. And so, so her and Wong over coffee hatch a plan to resurrect, uh, Stephen Strange again. So I guess we haven't seen the last, she, the last of our friend, she sets uh, Dr. Up Strange, like a, a necromantic door alarm. Like yeah. anytime anyone crosses the <laughs> threshold from the dead into the living, it, she gets like a, open. yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like it's a, just it's like just the word necromantic. It's not just romantic. It's necromantic. Yeah, it's just a nah, it's just a ring it's... doorbell for the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> so then, on that note, she senses someone coming back from the dead, and you know, I like how she's immediately was like, "Oh, must be Stephen. Couldn't be anybody her, else." It's like, yeah, couldn't possibly be anyone else. You're magic. Her, like, come uh, on. Her monologue she as she is racing to go see who was resurrected about her like not going to give up on the person she loves because she's lost them so many times is amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It is so good. So then she gets to the disturbance. We get a very disturbing uh, emergence of Thunderstrike. Oh, Thunderstrike is man. Bad. Thunder! I have no idea who this person is. He's, he's <laughs> a Thor. He's a Thor. He's, he's badass 90s like metal Thor. Cool. Eric? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's Thor with a denim jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Plus, that definitely makes him cooler. Disagree, but I get it. That was sarcastic. I've never, I literally, yeah, I don't know who this person is. So I guess we'll see what happens. (laughs) I might recognize him when he has all of his flesh because right now he's just a skeleton. (laughs) Yeah, I I hope we get more of this. I hope like this keeps happening and it keeps being like these D list dead. Yeah. And I guess this harvest guy can bring people back from the dead. This harvestman? Who knows? Well, it's funny. It's funny too because Wong is like, uh, you can't just you can't just bring people back to life. And I was like, how many people? And she's like, how many people have come back to life? Like, how many of his friends have come back to life? And then Wong's like, <laughs> yeah. all of them. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Also, I'm Sorcerer Supreme. Like, what? Yeah, I'm way cooler than he was. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> There's also a couple of really great bats moments in this. I wanted to shout out. Like, mm-hmm. oh, dude yeah. knocks Aww. on the door. Bat starts barking just out of habit he's of more of an stink. actual dog in this issue and it's hilarious yeah he's like <laughs> snuggling with them the whole time i thought it was it was funny mm-hmm. it's great I bats is a great character love bats <laughs> all right y'all uh y'all ready for this <laughs> oh god as we'll ever be uh, I'm I'm gonna do my best to not include my own commentary and just let this b- book speak for itself. Because not gonna it's... happen. I was I was joking <laughs> off mic that I, I could do my best. I was joking off mic that I could uh, go into our episode archives and manufacture Casey reviewing this issue. Yes, out of yeah, one hundred percent. Specifically, this one you wouldn't have to go back very far. No, because <laughs> we just did this with silver coin. Pretty closely. Yeah. yeah, you could do this like a day ago. You could do this from my text conversation. You could just say hi somebody. to Casey and record, and then you got it. Like yeah. it's, and you're good to go. Uh, so that is all to say this is New Burn number four by Chip Zdarsky and Jacob Phillips. Um, yep, so New Burn starts working for the most dangerous gang of them all, the Benevolent Police Association of New York City, the police union. And here we are. I love how here we, we are. Even- from the jump, the head of the police union's like, "Look, we're all just trying to make money. We're he we're no different." Straight up like, says it. Just straight so, up yeah, says so, we're a gang. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the the yeah, the beginning of the book, Newburn's getting like, he's clearly being led into the office of the uh, the union leader, the union president, and um, he starts talking to him, and he's like, "Oh, you know, like." You know, if money's no issue, we'll compensate you. I need you to do, to investigate this for me. And Newburn's like, "No, yeah, I'm not gonna do but that." My, yeah, my book is full. No, I'm not hiring. I'm not. I'm not available for hire right now. And he's like, "Uh, <laughs> yeah." And then he says, "Police are simply another gang, Newburn. Your clients know this. We all just want to be left alone <laughs> to go about our business and and make money. No flash, no noise to upset that." You investigate the flash and noise. You, you do it for us. This isn't optional. And then he's got like goons, aka cops, like yeah. <laughs> crowding up on him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he oh he basically gets blackmailed into doing it because the the uh, police commissioner is like, uh, you know, like 
we turn the other way to let you do your investigations because it stops gang wars, but, like, you work for us. Like, we, you work at our purview, so you're gonna do this. Um, so he goes back to his assistant, to Emily, and she is not psyched. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, like no, I quit. No. Yeah, no, I quit. I can't. I, like, you yes. go, you have millions of dollars. Like, why are you doing this? And he's like, yeah, look. Can we just fuck right if off If we don't leave? do this, they're yeah. just going to arrest us or kill us anyway. So, like, we kind of have to do this, but also, like, yeah, I'm gonna get us out of plan. it, but I do need your help. Yeah, and then she's just like, fuck. Um, I don't know if you mentioned it, but yeah. yeah then we get uh, a- they're investigating a cop that was killed. I don't know if yes. you mentioned that yeah, part yeah, yeah. yet. So and they're th- pretty sure it was to- this Italian family. Yeah, so that's the, the next scene is them getting to the crime scene. And it's five days old. It's been scrubbed already. They don't have any leads. So the only thing they can do is to ask around in the neighborhood. And it's the um, uh, Carano. Yeah. Carraro. Carraro. It's yeah, sorry. It's the Carraro family uh, in that neighborhood. So, um so they're kind of they're looking at all the the options and then Newburn just goes quiet and she's like, "Uh, you you good?" And he's like, "You need to leave because this is going to be the part that <laughs> I'm about that to go stir some heat. shit up." <laughs> yeah, I'm about to I'm about to get some heat on us and you need to go. Um, so he just like walks up to a proprietor and he's like, "Excuse me, I'd like to ask some questions. I'm investigating." And yeah. It's like yeah, just just <laughs> knowing that this old man is gonna go straight to somebody and tell yep. him that you know someone was asking around. <laughs> Cut to Newburn just sitting in his office, just drinking a, a neat scotch, and he, there's a there's a bang of the door, and he just rolls his fucking sleeves up and just like fucking wastes these dudes. <laughs> like, oh my god, I love how much he beats these guys up. He just beats the ever loving shit out of these guys, and he just like suplexes them into a goddamn glass coffee table, Dude. like he just. Fit- <laughs> they have guns too so like, much yeah, yeah they had guns yeah, yeah they were all well armed uh, yeah <laughs> yeah dude these suplexes yeah, of the glass coffee table is such a classic thing and every time i think holy fuck that would hurt so bad yeah oh. it hurts so bad like so fucking bad that would hurt <laughs> it's fine you just bruce willis um, through it it's cool yeah it's fine yeah <laughs> Um, luckily that he was wearing shoes though. Um, but yeah, uh, so he, he just completely obliterates these, these like hitmen and, and then just gets up and he's like, all right, that's enough. I surrender. (laughs) And the whole thing was just to, to get the Carraro family, like the, the, the Don to come down and actually talk well, to him because he wasn't text. answering his text. Yeah. 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 So, brilliant. so like they have him on the roof, like gun pointed to his head. It's pouring rain. And, no, it's at and the end like, of a dock. Yeah, they're like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, classic. Mob. Yeah, even more, classic. even more classic. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's like, I always knew you were a snitch. You're going around. You're working for the cops. You piece of shit. Like, I always knew you were one of them. You were once a cop, always a cop. Fuck you. And he's like, look. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. I obviously I took down those guys because I could. And, like, you can't kill me because all of the other mob families will freak the fuck out. You'll have a horrible war on your hands if I die. And also, there's my assistant with her finger on the trigger about to send an email to the police telling them you did it. So, like, chill the fuck out and let me talk. <laughs> and it's it's just such a power move. It's so good. Um, but, yeah, like, so he uh, he goes into, like, like, how he's like, obviously one of your dudes did it. Uh, but it wasn't sanctioned because any hit that's like goes between crime families or on the police needs to be sanctioned by all of the families, right? So it's like, it's like I don't care who killed the cop. However, the kill came from one of your guys. But Evans wasn't sanctioned; wasn't a sanctioned hit. 
He, was, he wasn't investigating anything close to you. The rules are rules, and an unsanctioned hit on another family or a cop must be punishable by death. Too risky to allow uh, that kind of thing to slide. So he realizes, he like kind of looks over and he's like, oh, yeah, your, your grandson did that, didn't he? And he's like, whoa, what are you? He's like, yeah, you're... Your grandfather like, wanted why you to else see would you this. bring him along? Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. Your grandfather wanted you to see the consequences of your actions, in him shooting me in the head, uh, because clearly you got scared and fucked up and killed a cop. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it turns out the cop was just antagonizing this kid, and he's just like he was pushing his friend, and then like the kid just snapped, and yeah, so like he made a mistake, he, he killed the cop, and then they're trying to cover it up in the best way that they can, but it's kind of hard because it's a fucking cop. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, he says, so basically, like, the, the, the Don is like, you're not going to fucking send my grandson up for this. Like, he's not going down for this. This is, like, I don't give a shit what you rat on me. Like, this isn't, this isn't happening. Um, to which we cut to the best move in his plan. Love this. And he goes, goes right back to the president of the union and says, like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, apologies for, you know, good work takes time. And you're paying for your best, right? You know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this for you. Like, you asked me to very nicely and didn't force me to do. Um, and he says, all right, there it is. Uh, and then the, the uh, president of the union goes like, I'm sorry, is this a joke? He's like, suicide? Five self-inflicted stab wounds in an alley? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and then and Newburgh's just like, well, it's, it's really tragic, you know? It's, it's, it's <laughs> such a shame. <laughs> and then you know the, the 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 union guy just starts flipping the fuck out and he's like look uh let me see his his explanation is fucking great it's like <laughs> i did a lot of digging you've got the usual stuff the losing witnesses your extramarital indiscretions covering up for murdering cops but the real thing i found is the missing funds from the union coffers traced to you so if you, br- as much as breathe my way, I'll leak a couple of those and something happens to me, all of it goes to the media cops, the DA. So he's like, yeah, so it was a fucking suicide. Fuck off and leave me alone. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I don't work for cops. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he quit being a cop to do, to do this work. And uh, yeah, clearly there's no love lost there. Uh, yeah, just... <sighs> All unions are good except for police unions. That's all I got. I'm sorry. I had to say it. <laughs> God, so close. So close. You're so close. I was almost there. We almost made it. But yeah, I mean, they are a gang. Like They're, they're a fucking gang. Well, because uh, all, all unions exist in order to uh, protect the, the worker, right? They, they exist to protect the, the person that's being exploited by their workplace. Cops are supposed to protect civilians yeah so unions exist solely to protect cops from their job which is protecting civilians so it's literally the opposite of a union it's just a racket it's just a fucking yeah and then on top of all that all the other ways that they get away with murder all the time is fucked up but like man just just fucking chip zadarsky just being being a true comrade over here like just just fucking telling it like it is in the most simplest terms it's fucking great I love it. Love it so much. What did we really learn? Don't ghost newborn. <laughs> That's the takeaway from the book. Yeah, you 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 answer your text yeah. in a timely manner. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, if you're friends with the newborn, you answer your text. Also, nobody puts baby in a corner. Uh, yeah. Don't force him into a job right. that he doesn't want to do. <laughs> oh God. Well, 
Let's do this. I got no lead in, so nice house on the lake, number seven. Everybody, James Tyner the fourth, Alvaro Speaking of horrible Bueno, monsters, and Jordi Belair. Uh, monster in the book, not James Tynan. That was an odd timing for you to say that. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this book kind of restarted a little bit since the last issue, where all of our captives, I guess for lack of a better term, found um, another building and one of their other friends who was invited was there waiting for them and has been there for weeks. Um, but that, at that that's point, how the last issue ended. Yes. Yeah. Not not this issue. Correct. Yes. Cut to this issue, which took me a minute to kind of catch up a little bit. Um, Walter has pretty much mind wiped everybody and inserted he rage him, quit and inserted himself into the story because he wanted he wants to be a part of figuring out and convincing everyone that he did the right thing. By ending the world, <laughs> yeah. He no, so he, he's he done this to like, everyone. He didn't like the outcome last time because he was the bad guy. So this time he's he mind wiped everyone, rage quit, and reset it back with him as one of the the members of the house. So the so everyone just being except like, for Nora. How are we ever gonna find out what happened? Well, yeah, and everyone except for Nora. well, his friend who was sanctioned off from everyone was like talking about like I think there's still time to save the world. I don't think they've actually completely yeah. ended things yet. And then Walter's like, no, nah, this is, yeah, let, let's not talk about that. I'm going to mind wipe all of you. And start over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, hey, come on. You ruined it. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all, you guessed it. I guess we'll try again. Hey. <laughs> so, let's not do that. But then they're like, yeah, so they kind of like, jump back in and they're all trying to figure out what's going on. They have all like these crazy board stuff and they're trying right, to like, figure it, out that it they reads can... like issue two or three now. Yeah. It's kind of and it's like much like it's more upbeat in like a weird way. It's like a very odd yeah, it's vibe. It's definitely more chill. It's far less dire and suicidal as the previous yeah, it go starts with him. I think that's because it starts it with him walking in on his friend and she's naked and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> well, yeah, they talk about their relationship where basically they would be like the mediators between other friends when they were fighting and stuff. Mm. Um, but I think he's always kind of had like a thing for her and vice versa, but like didn't um, didn't like come out until well, way later. Yeah. And then it like always kind of yeah, she, she, she had path. a thing for him. She had a thing for him, but he was gay. Yeah. And then eventually he came out and he's like, I think I actually am bi wink and then she was like well fuck already, you and i'm already like, dating somebody <laughs> too, but it's also yeah. interesting yeah. because there's a flashback where they're like oh you're our one straight friend so like i mean he's an alien so like i don't know yeah i think he's knows, man. been everything <laughs> like I don't, I don't know how his like i think one of the book's interest is like kind of exploring how he viewed them like how he got attached to people with hum- exactly yeah because yeah. he was well, given kinda- human emotions to like better make the decision well at least he he says that he was given human emotions by his race or whatever to make the decision of who to keep at the end of the world better but who knows What's going yeah. on? Yep. And I love it in between. Yeah, I kind of this... don't trust him to say to actually do anything yeah. that he says. Yeah. 
So in between seeing what's going on in the house after we've hit the fucking hard reset button, we have these almost black pages and slowly coming more and more to focus of we've soon to learn Laura Nora is just in this room by herself. Mm. Just kind of talking. She's about, in the house that Reggie was in mm-hmm. in the last issue. It's like it's like worse than that too. Like, well, it gets worse than that. Um, yes, but yeah, she's in that and basically just talking about like how fucked Walter was <laughs> and always kind of has <laughs> been. <laughs> just like yeah. he would just do whatever he would just thought he was helping and whatever he thought was right. So no matter what, like maybe he was right, but like like you just assumed that tearing me down was the right thing to do for me and you, you just made all these decisions um but like you can't fucking do that shit to people like and it's just yeah. slowly progressing nor like these pages more and more as like she's just losing her fucking mind being trapped here screaming at walter and um now they're all like stuck so eventually we get to the point where he goes back to the house and is like, hey. And she's like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> um, but it's like, you, she, he asked, do you see a mirror? It's like, yeah, I see a mirror. He's like, oh, good. Walk through it. I'll, you know, I'll be out here. I'm also going to set up this other room where they're going to plan what everything's going on right on the other side. So you can watch everybody while you're stuck in here. Yeah. Um, because I want you to watch everything. I want to... Um, I want to try to convince you that I was right. But you're going to be trapped in here. Well, <laughs> it's like, Jesus and we Jesus also get Christ. the whole, like, we learned that, well, I don't, I don't know if it's this specific issue, but we learned that, um, Walter had a crush on her before she transitioned. And yeah. she like, yeah. it, and it's just like this really awkward situation. And like, oh man, it, it's really brutal. I just yeah, and yeah. The, the way that the way that Tynan explores that gender politics specifically with that kind of relationship, because like when she's freaking out, like like screaming at Walter, she's like like I was just getting my shit together. Yeah. I had finally transitioned, and I was becoming who I wanted to be, and you weren't a fucking part of that, and it fucking killed you. Yes, yeah, so it's you, like yep, yeah. She made a choice that either a he didn't like or b he wasn't actively a part of and it that's really what this is all about is like the the like him just i wasn't able to control everyone like a puppet master exactly yeah Yeah. nora was no longer the version of that person that walter wanted them to be so like exactly and 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 she didn't need him because she's becoming a fully actualized like the person that she wants to right. be so like yeah. yeah you don't need him as a crutch anymore exactly yeah it kind of seems like they're all a little codependent and that's definitely part of this well it, absolutely it's really yeah it's, i mean it's been really cool that like tynan has used all of these flashbacks to like all these different characters have a interesting connection to walter and it, you kind of get to see like development through them through uh, like because of walter but not always necessarily, I guess, in the best terms, but yeah, just like no, yeah. I mean, it's 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 real. It's messy. Like most yeah. friend circles are messy to some degree. But it's a really know? like it's, it's just gonna happen. It's like way more in depth and realistic than you see a lot of the time for 
a lot of this stuff. Yeah, especially like in a in a book about a fucking alien invasion right. apocalypse, fiery death apocalypse. Like I didn't expect the interpersonal relationships between a bunch of college friends to be the like source of all the most like anxiety, <laughs> you know? Like yeah. it's fucking wild. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy now he's just keeping her prisoner here with like it's like oh yeah here's all the books and drugs that you want it's like dude i'm still in a fucking cage you dick like (laughs) it's not gonna make this better you still murdered my parents like sure my parents were shitty about me transitioning but like they were still my fucking parents like you're not doing me a favor asshole yeah maybe they they could have not been shitty eventually (laughs) like yeah (laughs) but like now like yeah it's just and yeah the whole thing is basically like he wants to Try to he's trying again and wants to convince her that he's right and then wants her to help him somehow. It's like, dude, like this dude's fucking Fuck I know he's an alien, but like, dude, this guy sucks. I mean, he's also just like he has human emotions, so he's just a fucking manipulative abuser. Kinda? <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> I think he has some emotions, but like not really. Cause it's nah, all self-serving. God. He's almost sociopathic in that way. Like he's just using yeah, well. people to be what he wants to be sure but you know sociopaths are also human i i i'm, I'm I mean, saying I th- that i his well, behavior is way more human than we give i him think he cares for. about you them know? though that's the thing yeah yeah and he and cares about them liking him that's the that's way mm, more important than the the entirety yes. of humanity he needs, to be he, needed. he needs them to yeah he needs them to love him and praise him as their like leader. and think he was right like that's really mm-hmm. important to him yeah so he's yeah, it's all an ego trip. he's all fucking he's all fucked up in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Turns it's out giving aliens emotions is a bad idea. Yeah, fuck that. Come on. Those be aliens. I mean, you could argue that giving humans emotions was a bad idea too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, yeah. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. Unsubscribe. Yeah, two, two out of five. Stars. Is there an app for that? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's the ketamine app. I've I've lost this bit. (laughs) But yeah, that's uh, that's that issue. So it's uh, pretty bonkers. Fucking wild. This book, this fucking book, it just blows my mind. It's just crazy. I can't believe Tynan is so good and also so versatile. (laughs) Like, (laughs) book is just bonkers. A little, a little bit of everything from him these days. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that me? Is that shoutouts? Shoutouts. Yep. Yes. All right. On the shoutouts, I have um, Batman Killing Time number one by Tom King, David Marquez, and Alejandro Sanchez. Get more Tom King Batman. This is a a miniseries um, set during Batman's, like, training years but i think it's a little i mean i don't I don't think there's any sort of continuity but it's definitely it's it's supposed to be like year two um yeah but before you ask it does not take place during the movie that just came out the separate they're not connected but like same oh, time period i was making of the career. Uh, the night connection since we've been talking about that book a lot but oh yeah no that this is a little past that because he actually suit. has a costume yeah 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so year two of But yeah, Batman. the movie takes place there's, in like year two also. So it's there's so many the Batman movie. stories going on in so many different yeah. parts of Batman continuity. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so hard to hold on to. Yeah. Well, have you heard there's a movie coming out? It's very good. <laughs> yeah. Everyone should see it. But I feel the same way. This is way, not a paid advertisement for the Batman, but go see the Batman. Anyway, Batman Killing Time <laughs> was good. I really liked it. Um, it <laughs> felt a little bit more um, like conventional Batman than Tom King's normal run where he did like he kind of did all that um, voice poetry dialogue that was I mean it was cool but uh, so it felt less like that his his normal run but um it still had a I, one of the reasons why i liked it so much was it has this really unique um structure of being uh segated by like time and like the narration like counts what time it is and it's very crucial yeah, it's told by like minute by minute yeah. and uh also at one point flashes back to like cleopatra uh or ancient greece or something i forget exactly um Shit, I don't have the, the book open right now. Mm. But yeah, it's just like a one random page is like in ancient Greece and you're just like, I'm sorry, what? And then it goes back and I'm just like, that's going to be important later. That's probably <laughs> relevant, but... Uh, but it's... Uh, yeah. It was cool. It was it was a really cool device. Yeah, it's a... Uh, so the, the main plot is like Batman trying to stop this heist that uh, is planned between Riddler, Catwoman, and Killer Croc. And they kind of like have this all out affront um, on different, uh, different areas, like they split up, and um, it was really cool to see, like, just a a really well enacted supervillain plan. That I mean, Batman, you know, ends up showing up, but at the same time, it it felt like there was a lot of thought that went into their their plan, <laughs> and um, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I'm excited to see. It's, it's definitely like a Ooh. Batman can't be everywhere all at once. So let's, yes. you know, the, the the real, you know, the, this croc is a diversion, but we're gonna steal the real thing over here. Yeah, no, it was well done. So uh, that brings us to the top story. We made it. Uh, we're here. Man, we did this, it. I'm full of energy. First- <laughs> I'm not tired at all. Yeah, um, it has been a long week, man. I'm so tired. Um, this whole this this first bit in this book is well. First of all, Dark Knights of Steel number five. So, quick recap: if we, I don't remember how many issues we've talked about on this book, but uh, basically, it's the alternate reality. Like, what if the DC universe took place in like medieval swords and sorcery uh, realm? Um, the, the elves are the uh, kingdom, uh, and they, they kind of have been fighting against anyone that uses magic. And in this world, basically anyone with a superpower is magic, except for the elves because they're aliens. Um, uh, at this point they have killed two members of, uh, the Black Lightning, um, kingdom. Supergirl just been um, murdering people. A- well, they, yeah, they she killed- murdered the son and the dad, Well, someone right? killed Jor-El. And yes. and then uh, that um, spurred Supergirl in quotations to go murder uh-huh. um, Black Lightning's son, the prince, and yeah. uh, so she's she has a 
big hit list, and she's just been taking people down. Last issue, she and killed Black someone... Lightning. And yes, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. It definitely seems out of character, uh, and uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But um, and and the Waynes yeah, so... are the super the super powered from another world. No, people, the right? elves are the super powered. No. The, the elves are the aliens, but the, gotcha. um, the Waynes uh, and the elves are friends. Right, yes. right. Yeah, got no. it. So, so the last issue was the flashback issue where we find out all of that stuff. So the Waynes were the king and queen. Thomas and Martha Wayne were the king and queen. The elves crash landed. The there was a war. Uh, the elves or the the Waynes died, uh, as they often do. Um, <laughs> Martha the and Jorel uh, had a had a had, had yeah. A, had a they thing. had an affair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they had an affair, and and uh, Bruce was their love child. Um, but, out, but Thomas raised him as his own. Yeah, turns out and the real kryptonite was adultery. Was a, hey, oh man. <laughs> but um, but yeah, once Bruce was like a, a small child, you know, the age that he is when his parents died, they they died, and uh, they gave the throne to the elves as like you you take the throne until my son can lead, you know, kind of thing. Um, so Bruce has been there like not quite adopted son slash like right hand man the commander of their army whatever you want to call it um and he's now revealed he just he just figured out that all of that is true and that he's like has superpowers and all that shit too um also worth noting that in this world lex luther found the kryptonite it turned him crazy so he's the joker but also the kryptonite has Green Lantern powers. So he is simultaneously Lex Luthor, the Joker, and a Green Lantern. Wow. He's well, the Green They man. call him the Green Man, yeah. so it's just everyone that's, that's green-themed. He's all the green people. He's all, <laughs> he's the, green all the green guys. Yeah. He's just Green Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so he's, yeah, he's the Green Man, uh, and he's the, the big bad of the whole scenario. So, um, Oh, and the Amazons were like teaming up with the Black Lightning Kingdom, um, so there's like war... Like there's you know people are, are there's like, war brewing choosing sides. yeah there's war brewing because yeah. uh the elves have a pretty significant stranglehold on everything and like black lightning just got murked and so, people keep killing yeah yeah and they keep killing people so right that yeah 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 um so yeah so this this issue starts out with um Harley Quinn as like a ambassador of the elves kingdom going to the the queen of the forest uh asking for safe passage or like so th- asking that they should they could use her as, like on their side um yeah pretty much anyone we, that comes near the kingdom fucking take them out is what she yeah asked. any anyone who tries Literally to pass anybody. through your forest <laughs> yeah yeah like what if somebody big, tries to fly over ask. the trees yeah um it's a big ask, but uh, they clearly they love each other in this. You know, every Dude, reality. Ivy they love is each thirsty other. for some Harley. Yeah. She's like, I'll, she's yeah, like, I'll Harley do says, it. But Ivy's like, I don't give a fuck about them. For you, I'll do it though. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Typical. She's Ivy like, I'll fashion. do it, but you have to live here. And she's like, I'm not gonna live here. We, she's like, Okay, cool. Did, I'll do it. I love that. It was like, <laughs> we've been through this. <laughs> not gonna live in your treehouse. Yeah, like, I, I don't mind to. visiting. <laughs> Honestly, the the most unrealistic part of this reality is that it's it's Harley's not the one pining over Ivy, pun intended. Harley yeah, making a uh, much more <laughs> mature decision because like, yo, I got responsibilities. Yeah, Harley has that sweet gig as a jester, I guess. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> Why? What? She's Dude, doing important well, she's, work, RJ. She she's telling truth to power, but she does uh, it through well, jokes. I guess that's fair. Wants to <laughs> tackle the royalty. Uh-huh. While they're chatting. Incoming Wonder Woman. Diana flies over top. Ivy's like, yo, uh, someone's flying over the forest. You want me to get them too? And she's like, can we look real quick? <laughs> so they go and look. And I'm they're like, yeah, get grab her, please. Thank you. That'd be great. <laughs> Some lady on a flying Which horse. I just love like this book. I mean, I know like Ivy in Fear State just had like all of Gotham kind of strangle held because yeah. she had roots underneath. But this book like is immediately just like Ivy's on the same level as Wonder Woman. Just like snatched right, right out of there. And I was like, yeah. that's <laughs> awesome. Because I love She snatched her wig. Yep. And her Pegasus. <laughs> By wig I mean Pegasus. <laughs> it's just like yeah. I love seeing Ivy not like discounted as just like so powerful. She takes a goddess and just like no. Yeah. And they have like this little standoff. It's like Diana's like, yo, I could crush you if I wanted to. He's like, Yeah, well, I could put fungus in your brain and kill you. It's like what do you want? Like, come at me, Shit, bitch. Like, okay. J- damn. So like, they have this, like, I like, I like, um, weird flex. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> D- Diana's got Ivy by the throat and Ivy has this face. Like she kind of likes it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, this, Ivy's a freak. Yeah. <laughs> I just like how Harley's, but Harley's just like, look, you guys are both tough. What the fuck? Like, what do you want? Calm. What do you want? Shh. What are you doing here? <laughs> Um, and then the elves show up and they're like, oh, wow, uh, you showed up right at the right time. And they're like, we have super hearing and you guys have been throwing trees around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair you enough. guys turn it down just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, could you just Enough chill? trees. Yeah. So Harley does convince Ivy to let her go. And then um, Diana and Zala do talk. And then somehow Supergirl finds out that the person that she... M- allegedly killed um uh she did that and she seems very surprised to hear that she did something that we saw her do yeah it doesn't commit murder (laughs) it doesn't seem like it's uh not genuine like it 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 seems like she's like wait i did what now like oh she doesn't being like oh no he yeah she's like i didn't kill anybody no no she legitimately has no fucking idea what's going on which i mean we we suspected this which Says to me, shapeshifter. Martian which says to me, situation? Martian manhunter. Probably. I mean, who, it's like, yeah. who else could shape? Yeah, I, I had <laughs> the same thought. I was At like, it's mystique. God, listen, Moira snuck her way into the, the DC. There's just gonna comic. be a background panel of Moira running away, like hauling ass. <laughs> she chased Moira into this DC comic. Jesus. Oh my god, could you imagine? I would pay um, for that. But I can't. I, yeah, I would pay for that. It'd be fucking incredible. Like, <laughs> it's just like it's like the 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 guard chasing the Animaniacs <laughs> through the background of cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, but yeah, I can't think of any other DC shape. Right, I had the same thought. Yeah. Uh, and but and and Martian Manhunter has like Superman level powers. Unless with, it's like, some crazy so, shit with the Green and, Man, like making it look like certain. Okay, things. so the the only thing that is like he's also so green. I've read so I've read Injustice by Tom Taylor, and mm-hmm. um, the thing about Tom Taylor as a writer is that like he's not afraid to go obscure. So if there's like a random villain mm. shape changer, it could totally be. But I mean, Martian Manhunter has the power level to do it. I just don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, obviously, 
we need more of the yeah, book, on, but like I don't know why. Because on top of everything else, like they made pretty fucking short work of Black Lightning. Like, right. It, yeah. it wasn't a contest. Uh, and, yeah. And, uh, so like it has yeah. to be someone pretty strong. I mean, if if yeah. it's if it's the Great Man, then I just like that's hilarious that they're just every fucking green character. Oh, it should be so. It would be great. <laughs> that way, <laughs> just like every. <laughs> It's like they also just have a quiver because the, the green, green guys got to stick together. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, we cut back to the kingdom and we see <laughs> Mr. Grayson hopping around like one does. But um, basically, Bruce has come back with Alfred with their piece of kryptonite. Mm. And Bruce goes and talks to Clark. And he's like, look, this came from a star from Krypton, probably. Um it's and then Clark's like, "Why does this affect you?" It's like, "Well, um, funny story. Um, we're funny brothers. Funny story. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that's why." And then immediately Clark was just like, "Um, the fuck you are," and just stabs him with the kryptonite. Just shanks him. Yeah. That yeah, I was actually also, surprised by. Yeah, I was like, this is I was fucking pretty happy wild. About it. Um, but it also like. Kara, well, it's not Kara. It's it's like a Zala different Zala, yeah, yeah. A, a different iteration of Supergirl, which is kind of why I was like, maybe this iteration of Supergirl just fucking kills people, but clearly she doesn't. Uh, this Superman is so does. out of character for any version of Clark. Uh, well. It'd be really interesting if it's if it's true, but it would also be really interesting if this was also a shapeshifter. This is like, also a mystique. <laughs> yes, this is mystique part I, two. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting <laughs> because it's. He talks about it like this is our time, this is our world to rule now. Like, so it seems like maybe he uh kind of buying into whatever Jorel might have been spouting. Yeah, because I mean, there is also the fact that like this Clark was raised in wealth and privilege, and like he yeah. was raised in raised a kingdom and be a king, raised yeah. to lead, and and to being told that he's like the divine right of kings, you know. Well, basically, so, like, as he doesn't we- have. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have the the Pa and Ma Kent vibes, uh, and we're getting to that. But he doesn't have <laughs> that upbringing to humble right. him into being the Superman that we know. So yeah, maybe this dude's just a ruthless fucking killer who kills his own literal brother. Like the fuck, man. He's a, well, because like, I think the thought is the throne did believe belong to the Waynes, and now that he's strong enough to challenge him potentially by being partially Kryptonian, like he's got to get rid of him. It's like, no, nah, man, this mm. shit's mine. Get the fuck yeah, no, out no, of here. Yeah, no, no, 100%. Yeah, he is the the, the rightful heir to the throne, and now he's powerful enough to take it. I think... So. And he just cannonballs him into just some random-ass field in the middle of nowhere. I think my yeah, money is on Shapeshifter. Yeah, I think that'd be yeah. interesting. I think... I kind of like the idea in this alternate universe that Superman's a dick. I mean, we did, that, there's, yeah, we well, did I mean, that with Injustice. <laughs> I think there's some... We did that with <laughs> Superman 4. I think there's some shapeshiftery <laughs> stuff going on, but like not every L can be a shapeshifter all the time. Like someone would fucking figure that out eventually. Cause like mm, that leads to like yeah. where who's strong enough to remove those people from the equation and then be all of them at the same time. Like that's you know, a lot of work. That's fair. It's Superman three I, I when would Superman be... becomes a dick. Superman three is Brainiac with the office space. And then Superman 4 is when he fights nuclear... Yeah. It's Richard Pryor. Yeah. But, like, the computer was supposed to be Brainiac. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then 4 is where he fights nuclear war. No, but in in Superman 3, they recreate uh, 
kryptonite, but they're like one molecule off and it doesn't depower Superman. It just turns him into an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Moving yeah, on. Yeah, no, that's like Spider-Man 3, where just yeah. like the, the, the symbiote just kind of makes him edgy. Yeah. Um, anywho, wow, way off topic. Anywho, uh, so Clark just punts him into the, just punts him into the, somewhere into the, a field somewhere. The fucking stratosphere. <laughs> and shocker yeets um, him into Kansas. <laughs> so yeah. And these two uh these two old this old couple finds them. Um I believe their names are uh I think they're the Kents, I think. Uh Martha. <laughs> I know I'm just joking. Man, this is speeding um, bullets all over again. Yeah, so the Kents yeah. find him, pull the kryptonite out, he actually wakes up, which is good. Um but yeah, so now we have Bruce being uh, taken into the small village and being cared for by the Kents. Yeah. So this, what makes <laughs> they're going to raise that boy that, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this they're going to raise this full grown man right. Well, um, <laughs> they disabuse him of the uh, notion that we should lock up all magical creatures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe don't make him such a fascist, guys. God damn. So that's that's my thinking. Is that like I'm I'm all for Zala being a shapeshifter when she's murdering all those people because it's just like really just like absurdly violent just cold-blooded murder this one though i think what tom taylor's trying to do here is show the importance of the kents in in clark's life by yeah yeah, like like showing what clark could be if he didn't have that influence and then showing what bruce could have been if he did so like it's this like role reversal where like after being brought back to health by the Kents, I think Bruce is going to be the Superman of this. It's mis- yeah, you kind of uh, get to explore uh, these characters in a little bit of a different role. No, you don't understand. Yeah, it's really it's Mister Mind. He's just hopping. He's just invaded the the just, elves, and he's just boink, hopping boink, his boink, way boink, through mind the mind. Honestly, sure, that would be great. Also, actually. yeah, where the fuck is Shazam? Like, I feel like Shazam's got to pop up in here because it's all magic and stuff. Yeah. Know? Yeah, I, I mean, haven't seen him yet. He's a big gun, so they might be might be saving him. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to yeah. be called in. He's going to get called in later for sure. Because he'd be a hell of a... That or, like, Black Adam's going to have, like, his own, whatever his nation is called. Yeah. Kind of. Um, that's going to... Yeah, that's going to be, like, a different kingdom. Uh, maybe they're, like... Cool. Maybe, maybe they're partners in this universe, too. I'm waiting for being... uh, Constantine to summon Etrigan. Adversaries. Nice. Um, oh yeah, because we did have Constantine, what, but no Etrigan. In the yeah. first, in the first issue, issue wasn't he summoning Etrigan? There was something about mm. like the the one dude was like rhyming, and I, I was like, oh, that's because it's like <laughs> I'll have to go back to it. There's I feel like he said something for sure. that that alluded to Etrigan. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, this book fucking rules. It continues to rule. I did not expect in issue five to just still be surprised by anything, but every single issue, I'm like, oh fuck, yeah, there this it is. is a fun book. <laughs> Yeah, really. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Taylor did that with Injustice too, which is, I mean, just honestly, for something that was supposed to be a video game tie-in, he did so much work with that book. Yeah, but yeah. no, he. Yeah, there's there's no reason he had to flex that hard. Just, just <laughs> uh, is so good with all of these alt universe stuff. It, it's really cool, and I, I'm glad that this he's, wasn't just he's doing like. I'm just glad this was like wasn't like a gimmicky thing, and just like you know they they actually put a story into it, and it feels like the, the story was the thing that they build off of, and not the gimmick. So, 
Yeah, because right. the gimmick could have sold comics for sure, but like I wouldn't still be reading it. I was like, I read it because I'm like, ah, oh, you know, let's see, let's see what he's got, and then yeah, actually tells a really cool story within it. It's great. I love it. So that's last week's comics, everybody. What do we uh? What do we got this week? Record breaking spawn three twenty five seven. God, I hate it. <laughs> that every week now. <laughs> When is it actually no, coming out? Yeah, there's so many different. What things. is every week so is Detective and Spider-Man, mm-hmm. which are both out again next yeah. week. Yeah. Um. Uh. New Punisher number one is out this week. So Ooh, is this with his new that. outfit and everything? Uh, it's not on the cover, but I assume so. Yes, it's gonna oh, it's, it's gonna end up being the story too? with a hand. Yeah, nice. it's Jason Aaron. So I'm I'm fucking hype on that. If anyone can bring Frank back in a good way, it's it's him. Okay. He just needs a new outfit. That's all. Devil's Ring. Oh, the Trial of the Amazons, the big Wonder Woman crossover. I'm that really I excited for that. said was coming out last week that didn't come out. T- <laughs> ten lives and ten deaths. And Sabretooth, finally. Yeah, because they skipped last week. And Sabretooth. Nice. I realize we never ended up talking about Sabretooth number one. Yeah, so maybe we could talk about two and recap it. We bit. had it on yeah, the agenda we the week after we took that break and then never got to it. Yeah. One was so good. Yeah. Uh, new Lemire number one, one Little eight. Monsters. Ooh, yes. Him and yeah, Dustin Nguyen. So I think it's part of the beginning of like their new like horror world that he's building. I don't know if this building. one's part of that. It's not part of that? Maybe. I don't think so, because that's all... Um, uh, oh, Andrea Sortino, yeah. Well, he's got yeah. a whole shitload of stuff coming from Image, so I'm excited. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Uh, Apache Delivery Service, looks like. Oh, wow. Nice. More of that Joker Nazi 13. gold. Yeah. All right, well... This is all cool stuff that's waiting for you at your local comic shop right now. So turn this off, go there, buy some comics, and we'll be back next week when they're last week's comics. So uh, go ahead and join our Patreon. Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff going out there on the Patreon. Uh, we have this new Patreon-exclusive show called Top 5, where we grab a handful of dueling genre hosts, and we all agree on a topic and then do a Top 5 on that one. I just actually just earlier today recorded an episode of that where we did top five homesick movies so that was a lot of fun um also join our discord hang out talk with us chat with us talk about what you're reading is there something you're reading that we didn't cover tell us talk to us um i'll put links to all that stuff in the episode description um yeah so that's it for us from me from them this is tales from short box goodbye everybody